Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Draft Smashers Radio. I'm one of your hosts, Anthony Aniano. Sitting here on Wednesday night, April 15th, and back after a one-week vacation. Nice to be back on the air. And as always, joining me here in the Draft Smashers studio, partner, colleague, co-host, and you know what? Congratulations, friend, huh. Mr. Eric Corsini. You did. That's why I want to congratulate you. Big night for you tonight. So uh, Eric is with us, as always, on a Wednesday evening, talking fantasy sports, primarily fantasy baseball uh, this evening. Eric, how are you tonight? I am terrific. Period. End of statement. That's it. That's all. You are, though. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Go ahead. You're a little tired and run down. Well, you know, between doing a couple other things, I got a baby coming any day. Any day. I'm coaching a baseball team, a local baseball team, and I feel I feel like I look. Yeah, yeah, you know. Our listeners can't see how I look right now. Thank goodness. Kind of slumped. <laughs> <laughs> I could fall asleep while you know. It could happen. It I, could happen. You might just give me a nudge, but we'll be okay. At the same time, I, I gotta commend you for everything going on around you. Um, a potentially cranky pregnant wife. No, she's actually been fantastic. She's been all right. She's uh, been fantastic. She might be listening. I got it. Um, <laughs> no, she really has been. I give her a lot of. Credit. You've got, you know, I can't carry a baby. No, there's no way. No, although you got the hips for it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Do it. Um, besides everything else. You got going on. You have managed to secure in the two leagues we're in together two first place teams. So far, off to a, off to a blazing start. The industry national league only. You have pulled off first place through the first week and a half of the fantasy season. I, I just want to know. I've been up there the whole time. You have the whole time. And then in another league we're in together. Long season though, but and, it's a good start. In uh, in another rotisserie mixed league rotisserie. You and I are tied for first place. Currently tied, as of like eight seconds ago, and it varies. It does. It changes with every hit, RBI, stolen base, or home run. We know that. But uh, yeah, so congrats to you on those. I am. I wish, uh, I wish that was the end right now. Right, let's wrap it up. It. Let's go. I've got. Um, I'm tied with you in first place in that one. I am in first place in another league, the one uh, run by my former co-host there, Paul Collins. Oh. I'm in first place in that one. Nice. Um, taking my lumps in the NL only, though. Got to be honest. My my power. Anthony Rizzo's hurting me a little bit there. Well, I I have um, you know, in that in that league, I went with that was my first auction draft. I went with kind of a more balanced approach. Mm-hmm. I really like the most money I actually spent. I think was actually on Harvey at thirty bucks, which was a lot. And he's but, paid off though. But he'll be great. He's yeah, he looks great. great. I'm not worried about that. I think. For some of what other people spend on twenty-five to thirty dollars, yeah, Harvey's value at thirty bucks is fantastic. So, because uh, I think he'll put up numbers very similar to Kershaw, and he went for a lot more. So I, I'm very, very, very comfortable with that. Um, the team is off to a good start. You know, I don't have like a ton of like, you know, with, with the NL only, it's so weird just to see some of the guys that I have in because like I would never, you would never think that they would play. You know, like. He's starting at third base, you know, like Jake Lamb has been a nice little surprise. 
you know, J- uh, Johnny Peralta, you know, like solid player. But like then on my outfield, you know, I got like a couple guys like you know, you look at like I just spent I just spent ten dollars on the waiver wire for Jeff Francoeur. You had to. Had to. Dominic Brown's injured. I spent 13 bucks on Chris Heston. I'm pretty happy about it. Yeah, that was a nice little pickup. I mean, Frank yeah. Gore's paid off. He's given me two home runs. Yeah. He's getting at bats until Dominic Brown comes off the DL, who I, I also mean, have. have. to take him. So, um, Tim Hudson, I mean, I, what I like is I have a bunch of Met pitchers, which seems to be working out pretty good so far. Nice gave up a run today. Cologne's been good. Um, I got Familia now who's going to pick up saves. Yeah. And I think he's going to be very good. So, and anybody who followed... Is on any of the baseball. Um, I liked him coming into this year, for, especially yeah. for an NL only, Familia. I love him. Uh, he is he, and I said it on social media in a lot of different baseball chat rooms on Facebook and whatnot. When people asked about the Met closer and and Henry Mejia, I watch him all the time. Familia had the best arm on that team. Yeah, and he has looked lights out all year, especially now with Mejia out. I don't think Bobby Parnell gets that job back. From Familia. And I, funny part I, really is I have Parnell, too, and he's on my DL in that league. So, okay. You know, I feel like I have that position kind of locked up. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Well, it's funny. You know, one of the things we've talked about leading up to the season is don't spend a lot on closers. Yeah. And you've already seen it, right? Colorado's already changed closers going to uh, Adovino. Uh, in opening day, now we didn't do a show last week, so we missed that, but... Um, you know, people spent money on Benoit in San Diego only to get skunked the day before opening day yeah. by the Padres uh, picking up Kimbrel, And then Jason uh, Grilly takes over in Atlanta, who nobody spent money on, and he's already got, what did you say, four saves I, on the season. I picked him up in the league um, that we're tied for first. Mm-hmm. I picked him up as a closer because I have Kenley Jansen on the DL. And I lost, uh, I had, I picked up Mejia. That was a waste of a move. Um but now, I mean, my draft pick in that league that I really love now, looking back at it, was Andrew Miller. Yeah. The guy's a stud, and I think he's going to close most games for the right. right. I mean, we've just rattled off three, three teams. And Andrew Miller you could have got probably in most leagues because no one's drafting holds, really. Unless you're, right, right. Unless you're using holds. Right. Everybody assumed it was Betances. In Colorado, everybody assumed it was Latroy Hawkins. In, in San Diego, everybody thought it was Benoit. And in Atlanta, you thought it was Kimbrell. So unless you drafted Kimbrel, you're going, okay, at least I'm still getting the clothes and, clo- the saves in San Diego. Yep. Otherwise, you could have on draft day two weeks ago not drafted a closer at all. And have two or three. And have right three now. of them right now you've added. In Adovino, Familia, and, and, uh, and Grilly. Just like that. Yep. Just like that. And Detroit, Joe Nathan, I mean, not, yeah, in Detroit, Joe Nathan gets hurt. Joaquin Soria is now closing. If you drafted Batances, you could have added Andrew Miller. Five closers already who were not, who people did not think were going to be a closer on opening day. Right. That is why you don't spend on closers. It is the most volatile position in, in baseball, certainly the most volatile position in fantasy baseball. Yeah. Five closers you could have right now who on draft day were not listed as the team closer. That's, that's insane. That's, it really is. Uh, that's it's, one, it's one out of every six teams. Right. Has already has a different closer than opening day. Done. The Yankees, the Braves, Padres, Padres, Rockies, Rockies. Who am I? The Tigers. Tigers. That's five. I think we we're missing one. But either way, you look at right. it as five or six. It's amazing. So um, yeah, and and that's why like I won't won't take a closer early ever. 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 I'll wait. 
I'll wait, and I'll I'll thank you for picking a guy like Kimbrell in round seven. I'll thank you because that allowed me to get guys like D. Gordon, who now like between him and Billy Hamilton, I have on this team. I mean, stolen bases. I mean, I can't be touched. There's no way. Right. I mean, here here are your league leaders in safes, right? Grilly leads with four. Joaquin Soria three. Santiago Castillo of San Francisco three. Brad Boxberger of Tampa Bay three. Right now, who knows if Boxberger holds the job when Jake McKee comes back? But in four and a third inning, he has seven Ks already and three saves. Right. Then you have then 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 the fifth ranked closer. You've got Araldis Chapman. Well, yeah, and then you also have a guy like Familia who has three saves, right? Right. Um, Andrew Miller's got two, the same amount as Greg Kimbrell. You know, Britain has two. Miguel Castro of Brit- Toronto. Britain has two. Right. Miguel Castro of Toronto. Everybody thought it was going to be Cecil closing. Miguel Castro's got two saves, an ERA of zero in five in the third inning. He's a young kid. He's a rookie. You know, unless you're a huge Toronto Blue Jay fan, you never heard of him. Now he's closing games out for the Blue Jays. Okay, Joel Peralta, he'll lose his job to uh, uh, Kenley Jensen in Los Angeles. Four and a third inning, two saves, four Ks, a zero ERA. So it, it's just fascinating to me to watch people spend money on closes. Odovino has 10 Ks in five and a third innings. Yeah. He's striking out two batters a game, an inning. It's pretty good. Add these guys. Don't spend on the closers. Or... Find the sucker in your league, trade him Kimbrel, and pick up Adovino. Yeah, and then then you probably get something big in return. Right. You know, I I never believe in taking closes early, and within the first two weeks of the season, you already see why. You already see why within two weeks. Yep. Excuse me. Ooh, hiccup. So 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 there we go. Yeah. So our, we're going to talk about some batters, right? Because yeah, we're going to get to all of that. Just. Off. I have some guys off to really bad starts, but you can't like take them out. No, you can't. And we'll get to all that before you know we mean? get before we get to all of that. I just want to remind everybody. I'm very excited. FanDuel uh, is now sponsoring Draft Smashers Fantasy Baseball contest every Wednesday. All right. So I missed get, today. I'll be in you did week. miss today. So get on today. FanDuel right now. Sign up today, and FanDuel will match your first dollar. Your first deposit, dollar for dollar, up to 200 bucks. That's a bonus of up to $200, only as offer good for the first 50 people that use our code SMASHERS. Don't forget to use our code SMASHERS. Click the microphone on the upper right. Sign up. Make your deposit. Dollar for dollar, FanDuel matches it. Promo code SMASHERS. FanDuel.com, where every day is a new season. That's FanDuel.com. And if you follow us on Twitter at Draft Smash Radio, or on Facebook at Draft Smashers Fantasy Sports Radio, you'll see every Wednesday we'll post the link. It's a private league. It's a 25-person league, $5 a head. It's a private league. Join us. Play against us. You're uh, allowed to enter up to three teams in it. Uh, you got the two of us in there usually, a bunch of other people from the business, in the industry, I guess you should say, as well as just listeners. You jump in, have some fun, and play against us every Wednesday on FanDuel.com. And as always, you go to DraftKings.com. Use the promo code Smash Radio, and uh, it's a, like a new season every time you play. So you're never stuck with the same players. Last year, three hundred million dollars were won at DraftKings.com. You could be next to win big. So go to DraftKings.com now and enter the promo code Smash Radio, and play for free. That's Smash Radio for free entry now at DraftKings.com. I want to remind everybody: you could follow us on Twitter, myself Anthony at Draft Smash Radio. You could follow Eric on Radio at Draft Smasher E. You can also follow us on Facebook at uh, Draft Smashers 
Fantasy Sports Radio. Go to our site as well, DraftSmashers.com. Great stuff going on. If you played fantasy hockey and you played the Masters, you would have seen a great article up there uh, by one of our writers on, on DraftSmashers.com to help you with some fantasy golf for the Masters. You're seeing right now up there every single day my plays of the day for the daily fantasy baseball player, uh, the guys I like and their career stats against their opponents. So make sure you check that out. That's usually up by the first thing in the morning on DraftSmashers.com. Exciting news also where you can hear our show, besides hearing it on Blog Talk Radio, as well as iTunes. Just go to iTunes and search Draft Smashers Radio. Besides hearing it there, okay, you can also hear us on DraftSmashers.com. Go to the Draft Smashers Radio link, and you will see all of our shows right there. So you can listen to us while reading some articles there on DraftSmashers.com. And, and one last public uh, announcement, um, excited to announce that over the vacation We've reached an agreement with another terrific site called FantasyHelp.com. If you go to FantasyHelp.com, you'll be able to see our, our, hear our shows <clears throat> the day after we, we broadcast. So every Thursday, uh, our show will be available on FantasyHelp.com. So that's very exciting. Tomorrow, Thursday evening at about 8 o'clock, I'll be a guest on the Fantasy with Benefits show. Uh, oh, that so, sounds like fun. Yeah, it's a whole crew. It's about four or five guys. I'll I'm be joining. I'm thinking about something else. Probably, right now, but, but uh, so I'll be joining them uh, tomorrow. I'll be filling out the round table. I believe there's five of us total. So we'll be talking fantasy baseball tomorrow night uh, there as well right. with some of the guys there for fantasy with benefits. Great, great show, and uh, looking forward to talking some fantasy baseball with them as always. All right, Eric. We talked about a little bit of what we liked so far about our teams. And I'm going to throw some names at you. <clears throat> well, actually, you know what? Before we get to that, let me ask you this. What are your thoughts? That was some knuckle crap. Thank you. What are your thoughts about... Uh, just got a, did you get a good bunt down? No, nope. threw him out of Terrible third. Job. Terrible bunt. Harvey did a bad job last night. Couldn't bunt to save his apparently life. don't practice it. No, that's all right. As long as Harvey keeps pitching like he is, I'll, I'll be okay with it, though. Collins just, just lets him pitch. Jeez. That's it. Okay. okay. Now, what are your thoughts on a league where people just on April 15th yeah. have gone absolutely crazy on the waiver wire. Depends uh in depends on the league in my opinion. Let's see. Like an NL only league where we have 12 teams and somebody comes up hot, you got to add you have to add them. Um in the mixed league we're in with 11 teams, I be careful jumping on bandwagons very early in the year. Like, you know, there's probably people, for example, in my lineup, like Giancarlo Stanton hasn't been that productive yet, but I'm not going to go out and replace him with somebody. Or even like George Springer who's done nothing so far. I'm not going to go out and replace them with somebody yet, you know, who may be hot for two weeks and then just sizzle. You know, it's, it's here, 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 it's is, here is my point. I'm in a league, and I, I don't, I'm not crazy about it. It's a points league, which I'm not a fan of points league. I, don't, I, I like the rotisserie. I like the rotisserie. Just build the stats and go. That's it. That's now, it. this league... Since the day after the draft, okay. the draft was March 25th, okay? So not even a month. Okay. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven, twenty-eight, twenty-nine, thirty, thirty-one, thirty-two, thirty-three, thirty-four, thirty-five, thirty-six, thirty-seven, thirty-eight, thirty-nine, forty. 
over 50, over 75 ad drops already. <laughs> That's insane. Um, That's an insane number. Guys, for example, Will Myers has already been dropped. Already they gave up on Will Myers? Just um, like that? Just like that. Brad, right, huh? Brad Boxberger has been added and dropped already. Steve Pierce has been added back because no. he has three saves already. Steve Pierce has been dropped. Why? He's Henderson Alvarez has been dropped. Henderson Alvarez for Jimmy Nelson. Steve Pierce for Kendry Morales. Brad Boxberger for Anthony Ghost of Detroit. These people play it like it's a sprint. Yes, exactly what they're doing. A.J. Burnett dropped for Nate Carnes of Tampa. Um, and that's not terrible, but let's you know, see. A.J. Burnett's. Yeah. Derek Holland for Despania of San Diego. Adam Lind for Michael Kadir. Uh Michael could uh Jared Weaver was dropped after his first start. Just one start. For done. Joel Peralta, the temporary closer of the Dodgers. Um uh, Danny Santana, the shortstop with the twins, dropped for A Rod. Uh, I mean A Rod's average is three hundred the other day. I think he went like oh for four. Jonathan Neese dropped for Shane Green. Um Kyle Lowe's for Joaquin Soria. Michael Kadaya dropped for Jake Lamb. He's a part-time player, Jake Lamb. Dalton Pompey every day. Dalton Pompey dropped for Sean Doolittle. I mean, just an obscene. And there's really about two or three teams that have done it. There's just one guy who thinks he's making changes on a rides the hot hand every day. Eventually, there's going to be you're going to run out of. Guys. Or he's going to make a mistake, a big he's mistake. Made some. Um, you know, and, and the whole reason I talk about this is, folks, I've made like three moves total because of DL. Situations. Right. Not even like I, I'm not panicking about anybody on my team yet. I Russell sh- Martin was like 0 for 17. Uh, relax. Right. I'll be okay. We'll and, be okay. And that's my point. You know, there's something about the back of a baseball card you got to trust. I mean, it's. I mean. The guy's going to have 500 at-bats. He's had 20. Mm-hmm. To make a jump now. I mean, even at 50 at-bats, he's only had 10% of his at-bats for the year. You yeah. know, like, if you really think about it. So, okay. <laughs> Just, I'm not, you know, my reaction to that is let them keep making their moves because they might drop somebody that you could just snag right up and, and, and ride. Absolutely. Wow. That's a lot of, 75 moves in them. And, you know, and I think part of it is a fantasy football player mentality. Yeah, pick up pick up the hot play for the week. Fantasy football is a sprint. You have to. It's a sprint. You, you can't afford to lose three or four games in a row. Eleven regular season games. Yeah, eleven or twelve. Yeah. It's it's a sprint. Yeah. Do we have to? No, fa- fantasy football is thirteen, and then the playoffs are week 13, 14, 15, 14, 15, 16. So you can't afford to go zero and three. You got me there. Sorry. You can't afford to go 0-3. No, 0-3, 0-4, you're finished. Right. So it's a sprint. Yeah. Fantasy baseball, and I really believe that, that that's the mentality, is that people go into fantasy baseball off the heels of fantasy football with that same mindset. Maybe it has to, maybe something to do with the impatient society we live in, too. Like if somebody doesn't perform in like five games, that's it. I'm done with them. They and that's play, literally what I'm seeing. They play 160 games. Right. They have 100, 150 with, games. With, with days lo- off, they still got 150 more to go. It's time. It's just relax. <laughs> relax. Relax. There's a lot of guys right now offensively 
for me that have been a huge disappointment. So I'm still in first place, and I feel like when these guys come back, I'll be that much better. Yeah, I'm not gonna drop, you know, certain guys just because that's the end of it. Mm-hmm. Like after three games, they were saying Grandison needs to like be dropped out of the lineup. Some people were saying, "Oh, this guy's terrible." Yeah, I think he had like two hits yesterday and came back just fine. His on-base percentage is terrific if you're in an OBP league. Right. So I have him right now. I had him on the bench this week, cause, but you know. You know, he, he'll be fine. I mean, he, how can you judge these guys after one, two, three, four, five, like seven, eight, nine games? It's crazy. It's way too good. I agree. What would be your day? Like, at what point in a fantasy baseball season do you go, now I have to genuinely evaluate strengths, weaknesses, mistakes, successes that I've made? Probably like mid-May. I think mid-May is usually a good indication of what a player is going to be. I mean, you could probably maybe push it, maybe push it to the end of May. Memorial Day weekend. You could push it till then, but then you start to say a quarter of the season is gone. I really have to maybe make some moves. Now you got right by mid-May yeah. is when I agree. Mid-May to quarter Memorial to Day, third of the season, you gotta you gotta start to make. That's moves. when you start making your tweaks. Yeah. Now, here's there another. There will be guys you do have to switch out who just don't perform like you expected them to. Well, there's going to so, be guys on the waiver wire who, who are, are just better. performing right, who are just it's clicked and away they go. Yeah, baseball's a weird sport like that. All of a sudden, something clicks for guys, and yep. they're just like, all right, he's been in the league. Stars. Yeah, he's been in the league for three years, and he's just having that one great season, and you right. got to get him. And then you draft him next year, and he's garbage. So. Now, well, now, let me ask you another question. If you're in a dynasty or keeper league format, okay, and you're allowed to sell off players for potential keepers or dynasty players, right. at what point in the season do you then decide, okay, send out the email, right? Season's over for me. Make best offer. Looking for you have more experience in those. Looking than I for do. the elite keeper. So you might be able to answer your own question better than this because you have more experience in those leagues than I do. I, I don't know. I've not, I have not really been a part what, of that. What I leagues. find is, and it's tough. All star break. Well, see, here's the thing. Right? You obviously you got to look That's at when my you guess. You got to look at when your elite trade deadline is, right? So let's say it's the end of July, middle of August, whenever it is. You're going to get a better keeper the sooner you decide to punt. Okay. You follow what I'm saying? Right, it makes sense. You know, if I'm willing to make that, give up that, make that move at sense. the All-Star break, then, then great. Like, for example, last year, a guy wanted from me, and I didn't think I was a playoff team last year in this one league, and I, was, I had Nelson Cruz, who had 28 home runs in the first half. What, do you have 12 in the second half? Yeah, okay. and he wanted them. So I was able to secure, and then Nelson Cruz was not a keeper-eligible player under this league's rules and format. Okay. I was able to get from him Tyson Ross and rookie outfielder from the Padres, uh, Gregory Polanco. I love Tyson Ross. He's one of my favorite pitchers. So, And the reason I was able to get – the original offer didn't include both players, but it was still okay. – it was the All-Star break. It was still July. Okay. And I said, back okay. up. I said, listen, you want him? I'm now offering him up to the league. Okay. And you got a lot of baseball with Nelson Cruz. Trade actually worked out great for me because Tyson Ross became one of my best pitchers in the second <coughs> half. Oh, he's great. And I actually made a push to the playoffs because Nelson Cruz only hit 12 home runs yeah, after the All Star break. He faded which a little was bit. Kind of probably expected. Which I was, mean, I thought the same thing. I, mean, so I, I didn't mind. He, on, he hit 56, 60 home runs. I mean, that's right. I didn't think he was, uh, you know. But it's just interesting because 
you know, you've you got to monitor that. And I, I find it interesting when people evaluate their team. Our opinion, folks, it's, it's, it's May. Mid-May to end of May, that's when you evaluate. That's when you look at your strengths. Like, for example, you mentioned it with one of your teams, and you mentioned it earlier today before when we were talking. You have that one team with Billy Hamilton and Dee Gordon. Right. You're going to be in a position sometime this summer where you're going to say, I need power maybe, or I need a pitcher, but I'm running away with speed. I could get rid of Dee Gordon right now. Still have Billy Hamilton who's going to steal looks like 100 bases this year. Yeah. Still finish in the top, ten, you know, top two in steals and yeah. pick up a nice starting yeah, because pitcher. I have guys who pick up like 15 to 20 steals. Mm-hmm. Like I have an Austin Jackson. I have Ian Desmond. You know, I have guys, even Todd Frazier. I mean, I have guys who are going to pick up stolen bases with the one stud. Right. So, And by mid to late May, I may have already gotten 25 steals from D. Gordon. And maybe he only steals 40 for the year. And, I, you know, like you right. hit, like, the home run with that or something. Right. You know, it's not like I didn't get anything out of him. I got oh, I got 30 steals out of him. I have a huge lead. I still have Billy Hamilton. That let me hit a big stick. Exactly. You know, and, you know, I have, you know, power in this league's a little questionable right now. But I look at it so early. Like, Donaldson hasn't really hit yet. Desmond has been a, oh, hasn't really hit yet. Stanton hasn't hit yet. Springer hasn't hit yet. My four power guys. I would consider my power part of my team. Mm-hmm. Even you know Russell Martin hasn't hit. None of them have hit. Yeah. So I'm not really worried about it yet. Um, but like, you know, who would have thought like at this point in the year Giancarlo Stanton would have less homers than Billy Hamilton? Right. Billy Hamilton has a home run. Giancarlo doesn't. Doesn't. Well, yeah. I mean, you, you talked about D. Gordon. D. Gordon. Everybody predicted him to not have as good a year. This guy's carrying a 3.89 on base percentage, 3.64 batting average. He's got six steals on the season already. I think he drove in two more runs today. But yeah, the power's yeah, not there. He was uh, two for four with two RBIs. There you go. Homer. Home run. Travis Darnell for the Mets. Two to one lead for my my Metsies. Jonathan Nice pitching an okay ball game so far. But I mean, right? You talk about the power. Think about this. Look at this outfield in in. in you know, here here is my four outfielders in one league particularly, where I had the number one pick. Mike Trout, Matt Kemp, Bryce Harper, and Mookie Betts. Who leads my team, who leads my four outfielders in RBIs? Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts. Yeah. <laughs> With two homers and eight RBIs, who's last on that group in RBIs? Trout. Bryce Trout. Harper. Bryce Harper. Sorry. Two Trout. homers. Trout said all right. Trout's Trout pretty said, good. Right. Harper, two homers, two RBIs. Matt Kemp, no homers, six RBIs. And Trout, a homer, three RBIs. Trout's hitting 393. Bryce Harper's hitting 219. Bryce Harper struck out 14 times in 32 at bats. So he's having issues. And that, that whole lineup is having issues be okay. in Washington. But, uh, but, you know, it's just the funny. The Braves aren't going to run away with that division. No, they're Don't not. Don't worry. Don't worry. Um, but it's just very funny. You know, who's the leading RBI guy on my entire team? Mookie Betts. Now, Mookie Betts is going to be a nice little ball player. He, I guarantee you he won't be leading the team at the right. end. But when you have Trout... Kemp, David Ortiz, oh, Freddie Freeman, saying, Adrian Beltre. Ian Desmond Homer today. I didn't even see that. There you go. There you go. There's some power. Right, but we're back. We're back. Just like that. That's it. So, all right, Eric. So let's take a look, right? We've talked about some of the uh, the relievers you may want to add already. Uh, Andrew Miller, Adovino, uh, guys like that, okay? We also talked big news also, some other news and, and to keep in mind, um, David Wright went on the DL for the Mets. He did, yes. With a hamstring. He'll be out a couple of weeks. Eric Campbell was brought up from the minors. He had hit a couple of home runs already. He was with him last year. He has some decent power. If you're in an NL-only type of situation, Eric Campbell is an ad. If you're, especially yes. in, a, in a deep NL-only like us, 
Eric Campbell's going to be worth a few bucks for a few weeks. Um, Yosmani Tomas of the Arizona Diamondbacks, he was also recalled today. Going to be interesting where they get him in that lineup. You know, yeah. the outfield has in Ciarte, they have uh, uh, um, Trumbo, they have A.J. Pollock, they're playing Jake Lamb at third. There's a lot of moving parts, so I'm, I'm curious to see how Tomas fits. But they spent a lot of money on him, so I think they're going to make him fit. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes you make that puzzle piece fit. Yeah, that's just it. You make it fit no matter what you can do. Eric, I want to talk about, though, a few guys who are out there and are, you know, on the rise waiver wire. And we talk about guys making the move maybe too soon in your view. Allergies are jumping in. Sorry. Yeah, they are. It's bad. It's bad. I apologize. Everybody wanted the warm weather. Well, it's one of the, when the warm weather it's comes. It's a drawback. It is. I'll take it, though. I'm done with the cold forever. Okay, Eric. The first guy I wanted to mention to you, playing in Oakland, Coco, uh, Coco Crisp is out. Mark Canna. Okay. C-A-N-H-A. Not a household name. He's got a 46% change in ownership on CBS Sportsline. I actually used him in FanDuel yesterday in a daily league. On the season, he's been good. There's no doubt about it. Okay? His numbers have been terrific so far on the year. I got it right here. Okay. You have it? You got it? Go ahead. I have it. 333 average, right? Yep. Seven runs, a homer, and seven RBIs. Playing every day, outfield, Pretty good. playing some first base, depending on what league you're in eligibility-wise. He's 26 years old. He's up to a 40% owned. He wasn't even owned probably a week ago. Is, no. is it? No way. Now, is he to you, is he worth the ad? Is he worth dropping an Adam Eaton, a Leones Martin, somebody like that who's struggling? Uh, I don't know much about this guy. Just to say yes, you know, like he doesn't have much of a track record to me. Um, I wouldn't pick him up yet. No, I would absolutely not. Actually, I would I mean, use. If I had an injury, like if I had Coco Chris for some reason, obviously then then it makes but sense. If, if I had a guy who got hurt, like you know, what what is his eligibility? Is just first base eligible? First base outfield, depending on the format you're in. Yeah. Maybe if you have a corner infield spot and you had David Wright, maybe you could add this guy for a couple of days and see mm-hmm. what happens. I mean, I'm not jumping all over it. It's not like, no, I can't. I can't. I can't, and that's my point. For draft day, all of a sudden now, I'm just going to get rid of somebody after 10 days. For I, a guy who's riding a hot streak for 10 days. Right. You know, easily could go for his next 15, for all we know. You know, an, an, another name people are falling over, right? Chris Heston. Of the San Francisco 49ers. Now, you added him in an NL only league. NL and that makes only, sense. Which is like bare minimum. I needed a pitcher, you know? Right. Now, he went from a week ago on Sportsline from a 1% to now a 40% ownership. It's a huge increase. Right. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's been terrific. We know that. You know, in two starts, he's gone 13 innings. Okay, he's given up one earned run in two innings, in 13 innings. He's been terrific for San Francisco. Right. Are you willing to drop a slumping pitcher? Um, no. No. Not yet. It's too early. I mean, this CC, could look good, though. You drafted CC Sabathia. I wouldn't, but sure. Let's say you took the fire late. Like Buckholz. Buckholz. How about that? That's a better one. I feel better about that. 19th round, you took Buckholz. Right. Are you willing to drop for the unknown like a Heston? Well, or, the problem with Heston or is he Brandon might, he Morrow. might go back into the bullpen. Mm-hmm. Heston might go back into the bullpen. So that's something you have to watch with him. Brandon Morrow is interesting, though, because I think 
he's always like he always looks really good, and he just never. Uh, I don't know. He's never stayed healthy. No, he can't. Brandon Morrow has been when he back, back with his Toronto days was always highly thought of. Yeah, always highly thought. Of. He, he could never had strikeout stuff. And... Yeah, he just never could stay on the field. Yeah, and you know here he is now. He's come on this year. And he's had one nice start on April 10th, seven innings, no earned. Struck out seven, a strikeout per inning. So that, that's what people like to see. Right. You know? But, but you know, my point is, like I said, Jared Weaver getting dropped. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not ready. You know, people have been asking me on Twitter, would you add Jared this Weaver guy? was good. He's good. <laughs> I mean, he's not throwing as hard as he used to. I get that. Now, there are good. There are players I would add, like Jimmy Nelson of Milwaukee. This guy comes with a little bit of hype behind him. He he was good in the minor leagues. There's something about Jimmy Nelson, okay? Yeah. You know, he he's he, his last outing on April 11th, he went he got the win, 7 innings, 9 Ks, only 2 walks, only 2 hits allowed. Okay? Jimmy Nelson is a nice ad. I can understand that. My my point is add the guys who have the track record, whether minor league or major league, hundred percent. I mean, I can't, I can't feel comfortable adding some guy that has played like literally like a hiccup in the major leagues. Right. I can't. I can't. Um, especially, you know, or the guy who wouldn't even be in the starting lineup if it weren't for an injury. Correct. Right. The major, the the the, the professional team viewed this guy as their fourth outfielder. Yeah. You know so what I'm could, saying? How could you all of a sudden now? So now in a week, he's your starting fantasy, you know, number two, you know, outfielder in fantasy. Yeah, it's, that's tough to argue that. That but is tough for that. So just uh, just relax yourselves and make sure that you know if you make the move early, hopefully it's right for you. You know, don't look back and regret it. And you know, baseball players go through hot streaks and cold streaks just because a hot streak starts at the start of the year. Sure as heck doesn't mean it's going to continue throughout the year. So it's like a law of averages, you know. Mm-hmm. Somebody like Adrian Gonzalez is batting five thirty six or something right now. There's going to be shall there's I? going to be a point this year where he goes zero for fifteen, or and his average is going to be down to three hundred, two eighty. Yep. You know, so it's just going to happen. You know, just some updates though on some other players people were concerned about, right? A uh, lot of lot of talk before the season started. What do you do about Miguel Cabrera? Well, hopefully. You drafted him. Right. Miguel Cabrera's ankle is fine. He's batting 471, two homers, nine RBIs. Uh, what do you do about Prince Fielder? Are you concerned about the neck? Well, he hasn't hit the ball over the fence yet, but he's got 15 hits and 37 at-bats. He's batting 405. That's the power's going to come. Yeah. The power's going to come. We talked about him earlier that he, he might go, you might be able to get him later than you should. Absolutely. Now, this guy I'm high on. He's available in some leagues. I know you added him in some leagues. Billy Butler. Yeah, I added him for a corner infield spot because, well, one, I needed one. But mm-hmm. uh, he's been good. Billy he's Butler, good. right? He had a, he was, Up until last year, he was a pretty regularly used DH yeah, in fantasy leagues. Had a down, le- down year last year in Kansas City. Goes to Oakland. He's batting 371. Only one homer. Maybe only get 15 homers out of him. But I'd be happy with 15. Be first thrilled. base eligible, he's had a nice start to the season. So you talk about home run leaders. Gonzalez, J.D. Martinez has been terrific, Nelson Cruz, Adam Jones, Pedro Alvarez, he's interesting to me. Moved over to first base, a lot of people didn't like him, 
Okay, he struck out nine times in 26 at bats, but he's carrying a 300 average. He's got three home runs. What about Mark Texera? He's hit the ball over the fence three times. Yeah, that batting two, actually looks pretty good. Batting 240, which is good for him. Is he worth a flyer if he's available? And he usually gets off to just terrible, brutal, starts. brutal, brutal starts, like batting 100. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, in, in a power hungry league uh, where you're looking for power a lot. You know, in a deeper league, I would, I might take a shot on guys who have done it before, like a Mark Teixeira, like uh, what you just mentioned, Alvarez. Or I like the guy, and this leads me to my next guy, the 27-year-old who's been okay for a few years, but now he's 27, he's been in the league three right. years, like Dustin Ackley of Seattle. He's been, I feel like he's been around for 20 years. He's been years. around forever, it feels like, right? Well, here he comes now. Little less pressure on him because he was at first the savior. Well, now you got Cano. Now you got Nelson Cruz, and he's coming along. He's batting three thirty three, and he's got three home runs in a league deep where you need a fourth or a fifth outfielder. Yeah, maybe maybe somebody's on the DL. Right. Maybe you're you're holding on to a minor leaguer and hoping. See, I'm not a big believer in holding on to a minor leaguer. Unless you're oh, in you a, have an NA spot. You have an NA spot. Right. Or or you're in a super deep keeper league. Well, dynasty league. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. It's tough to justify keeping a roster yeah. spot for somebody who's not even currently with the big ball club. Right. So that is tough to justify. Joey Votto has been off to a terrific start. People were worried about him and his legs, myself included. Three homers, nine RBIs, two stolen bases, and a three seventy five batting average. Now, you got him late as well. Any any faith in Mike Mustakas' number? He might be available in the week. Like uh, when I was last week, I was debating to pick up Mustakas or Butler. I would have gone Butler as well. And I went Butler because I just feel like there's going to be more consistency with him. I know what I get. Like I feel like Mustakas. I mean, he had the great playoff run last year, but before that, he was just brutal to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I thought that that could return. I feel like Butler. Can be just a solid 275 hitter, hit some home runs. You know, I know what I'm going to get from him. Pretty steady right. player. Mustakis uh, on the season, two homers, two RBIs, 360. Now I'm looking at one league where he was added on the second day of the season. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, unless you had a major injury go down, I, I think, oh, nice catch, um, that they're just jumping the gun on some of these guys. Right. I, I really do. And I, I, I never really thought about it. Like you said, it was uh, sorry. Was with the football mentality, right? I just like zoned out there for a second. It was the football mentality, like oh, this guy, like oh, this receiver caught eight catches for 120 yards. I got to add him for next week. Not quite how baseball works. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. somebody goes four for four today, they could go, you know, zero for four tomorrow. So now here's another player, though. If you're in a deep league and you're looking for somebody who could potentially be be a nice add, Alex Guerrero of the Dodgers. He's not going to take over second base for Kendrick. He's not going to take over shortstop for Jimmy Rollins. But Juan Uribe is the third baseman. Juan Uribe had a little hamstring bit. Guerrero's gotten in a little bit. Alex Guerrero's already got two homers, eight RBIs. He's batting 417. He was a terrific hitter when he came over from Cuba. They gave him a lot of money. He hit the daylights out of the ball last season in the minor leagues until he got his ear bitten off in a dugout fight. He's the guy who got the ear bit off. He's been able to rebound that. The, the year, whether they reconnect it or not, is none of my business. But essentially, he's got in his contract that he has to essentially be on the major league team. And he is, and he's hitting. Now, the Dodgers have come out and said, not yet. Uribe's still off third baseman. But 
Uribe, I mean, Uribe is not Mike Schmidt. So Alex Guerrero is somebody you want to monitor, you want to keep an eye on. He's probably already useful in an NL only. If you have a corner infield spot, Alex Guerrero could be a very nice add at some point this season. I like him a lot. Keep an eye on him. Uh, that's for sure. So, so those are just some players on the offensive end who, who you got to monitor. You know, the, the power's there. The batting average is there. You like what you see from some of these guys. But it, like anything else, it's April 15th. I almost feel funny having this show because and, and to me free agency already. Right. Oh yeah. It's almost tough. Right. Like I wish there was something dramatic that happened in baseball that we could talk about because to me it's too soon to talk free agency. It's too soon. All right. Leaders in stolen bases, Eric, you have a monopoly on them in some right. leagues. Billy Hamilton's got eight, D Gordon six. Desmond Jennings has four. He's only batting two twenty two. Roger Davis has three. He was somebody I talked about, chief source of steals. And there's a lot of guys with three. Mookie Betts, Jose Iglesias of the, of the Detroit Tigers. No relation to Enrique. He's batting 480 with three stolen bases. Jose Ramirez of Cleveland, three stolen bases. Andrew Romine of Detroit. Aoki of San Francisco. Another, another category you can find maybe on the cheap a little bit. Uh, stolen bases. Will Myers, who we talked about joking around, he's been dropped already in, in, a, in the impatient league, I call it. He's got two steals, a 270 batting average, four RBIs. He hasn't played bad at I, all. I don't understand how he was dropped. He was dropped. He was dropped. And the fact that I'm sitting here talking about the fact that he's still out there, I do want to add him, but I don't know who to drop. Yeah, if you, if you have a solid team and you drafted these guys, it's it, but Will Myers is... is I think he could he could bounce back quite nicely this year. And he, especially basically, to me, you're getting him as like your last round draft pick now, picking up as a free agent. He's right. just got an RBI. There you go. Doesn't count for my fantasy team, though. <laughs> All right, so let me ask you this. Here, here we go. I'm going to throw it out there. We're gonna, I'm going to, I'm going to get oh, your let me hear, professional. Let me your guys. Right. Get, hit me with it. I am my team. Here it is. Points league, mind you. All right. Which I don't really get, but go ahead. I don't like it either. All right, my starting outfield is Justin Upton, George Solaire of Chicago Cubs, and Billy Hamilton. Okay? Okay. My two utility players are Lucas Duda and Adam LaRoche in the DH spots. Okay. Okay? I have on my bench, I have Michael Kadire. I have Martin Prado. And I love having Prado because he's second, third base, outfield eligible. So he's my backup to Colton Wong at second. He's my backup to Chris Davis at third. And he's also another outfielder. I have Johnny Peralta, who you'd say, well, why do you have a backup shortstop? Well, my starting shortstop is Troy Tulowitzki. So I I feel like I need to carry Johnny Peralta. You have to, right. And then I have Avisail Garcia of the White Sox, who's off to a decent start. Right. Uh, that's kind of tough. I mean, that's a, who do you, who would you drop? Would you drop Avisail Garcia for Will Myers? That's like the only name of what you just said. Like it's the only one that I could think about dropping at this point. If on draft day Will Myers is there at the same spot that he is, who are you taking? I ask you that. 
That's a fair question. I probably would have taken Will Myers. So do you add him then? That's the way I look at it. Is if, if between these two guys, if they were both here on draft day, who would I take? And if you say the free agent, for some reason, because he's not like a normal free agent after a draft. You know what I mean? Like it is not, He's not like a... He's not somebody you expect to be out there. So now I I go back to my draft. I think about, well, if he was here in this spot, who would I draft this guy or this guy? And if Will Myers is the guy that you decide, then I may pick him up. Does that does that make sense? It does the make way sense. I think about that? No, it does. It yeah. does. Because I, I think Will Myers is going to have a, a pretty good year. Um, I think he learned something. I think he took his lumps last year. I think it was the best thing. Sometimes for a young player, you know, maybe you need that. You need a little kick in the rear and realize, i got to put the work in. This is this league's no joke, you know, because mm-hmm. guys are going to put the work in and they're going to get better than you. Because you think about it, all of you have a rare talent. All of you are, but who's going to outwork who at this point? You're all good enough to be there, you know, but who's going to outwork who? And that, you know, separates, you know, Separates guys, so I would probably um, I would probably add him, yeah, and drop um, Garcia. Fair enough. I would. It's your team. It's your decision. It's, but it's interesting, and that yeah, it's up to you. Something to think about because you have till probably Sunday in a weekly league. This league, this league, the, the wave is actually run tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> they run them. They run them twice. They run them twice. Uh, I'm not. I put in. I, I I put in. I I went for it. I mean, I'm not a big fan of the, the running twice with the way. No, neither do I. I, I like the way we do week. it on Sundays. And once that's a week, it. that's it. Because midweek, guys are doing different things. Uh, I, I don't know. They're on waivers right now because they were just dropped. Then they have the free agents of guys who were not just recently dropped. So okay. I, I, it's I, not terrible. But, no. All right, so, I mean, Garcia, 23 at-bats, no homers, two RBIs. One stolen base, and nothing jumps off the pages like I can't drop this guy. Right. I, I don't know. It's up to you. I mean, I think Myers has shown he could play in this league. So, and this kid hasn't yet. Mhm. Fair enough. All right, Eric. Let's shift gears a little bit. All right. With about 15 minutes left in the show, and there's still a few things I want to talk about. But for anybody in a weekly league, one of the most important aspects to it is the two-start pitcher. Yeah. Um, They can make or break you in a weekly league, especially in a rotisserie format. Two good starts can be terrific. Two bad starts can can ruin your week very easily on the pitching side. Now, obviously, some guys you're never going to take out of a lineup. But on every pitching staff, you have that fourth or fifth starter who maybe is a a fluid position, like a Jonathan Neese, um, along with a... Um, I'm trying to think of a, Yan- a Yankee starter who maybe uh, you would maybe a Pineda. A Pineda. I, don't know, I think Pineda's kind of inching up a little bit higher there. Uh, but uh, uh, maybe like a Chris Archer of Tampa Bay. Okay. And Jonathan Neese, where maybe though Jonathan Neese has one start, Chris Archer has two, so you roll out Chris Archer for that extra start okay. as long as the matchups are good. You got to watch the matchups. Now some some. Two-star pitchers are automatic. Like, I look at the list for next week, week three of fantasy baseball, and you got guys like Jake Aredia, two uh-huh. starts. He's, he's a two-star. You're never taking him out of the lineup right now. Lance Lynn, 
You're not taking him out of the lineup. I have him. I'm really happy I drafted this guy. Actually. All Lance Lynn does is win. It's fascinating. Yeah, do is win, win, win. Matt Shoemaker. He's pitching tonight, actually, by the way. Matt Shoemaker Strike of the out. Angels. Strike out to start the game. Did he? Yeah. Matt Shoemaker of the Angels. He's got two starts. One against Oakland. One against Texas. Would you play Matt Shoemaker in those two matchups? Uh, if I have a better option, I... I, I mean, I, he's a... He, he's a 95% owned, 81% started. So he's a high-end fantasy pitcher. Yeah. Against uh, Oakland and Texas. Is the Oakland game home or is it in Oakland? Both of them are at home in Los Angeles. I'll play in them. Two starts at home. Not Gotta traveling play. anywhere. Yeah. We mentioned this guy's name, Chris Archer. 96% owned, 78% started. He's been off to a nice start for Tampa. He's got a game home versus Boston and home versus Toronto. Those are some good lineups. Toronto's a good lineup, man. I, so is Boston. Yeah. I would not. I would not. I would stay away. I would. I would stay away. I, I just. I think Toronto could go up and score ten runs against anybody. Yeah. Against anybody, and Boston could score too. I, I'm going to stay away. Right. I'm unless, stay away. unless both matchups are bad. Both matchups are bad. If one was good, I might roll with it, but two, ah, that's two tough matchups. Two tough matchups, and unless unless you had no other option, yeah, I agree with you. Francisco Liriano going against the Cubs and at Arizona. I think uh, you start him. I like that. Yeah, those matchups those are, good, as well. those are good matchups. There. Gio Gonzalez against the Cardinals. And the struggling Miami Marlins. Gio did not pitch well today. He got the win, but he didn't look great against the Red Sox. Yeah, I think you started. You picked. You picked him to start him. So, so here's somebody who he you does like. Go against Lance Lynn, though. Right, and then against Dan Harron of the of the Marlins. Mm. This guy to me is now entering must start conversations, where and you we, talked about him earlier. Trevor Bauer. Yeah, I mean the I, White Sox and the Tigers. In theory, that's scary, but yeah. you talked about Trevor Bauer before we went on the air. This kid's been terrific. 19 strikeouts. Uh, he's only given up four hits. Does walk a bunch of guys. He has nine walks, I think, on the year from what I said before. But four hits and two starts and 19 strikeouts. He leads the league in strikeouts after two starts. And, again, I know it's, it's, it's quick to make a judgment, but in this league, though, if you have two starts where you've K'd almost double digits in both, I mean – you got good stuff. Right. You know? And he always did. And, and, you know, he seems like he's going to walk guys. The one hit he may give up may be a three-run homer, and then you're stuck. But if a guy's striking guys out at that rate, I, I'm going to try and snag him and, and ride that wave, especially if I have a pitcher who maybe I drafted a buckle. I would add him over a buckle right. right away. Bowers hot you know? start not has been noted. He's already at in on sports line at ninety two percent owned. Yeah. So you gotta you had to catch him early or draft him late. You probably missed the window on him. You know, maybe what you hope is maybe he has a bad start and people think he was a fluke and they drop him right. or they're willing to trade him and you and you go from there. Eric, Drew Pomerantz of the Oakland A's, another former top prospect. Uh, he's an 85% owned, 66% started. He had a terrific start, uh, his first start of the season, seven innings, got the win, no earned runs. He's got the Angels in Los Angeles. 
then he's home against Houston. Uh, just having that Houston start in there seems like you have to, you have to play him because that that's probably a, they're not a good ball club yet. So I, I'd probably start him. I, I would start him. I would start I'm him too this week. I think you could get a lot of strikeouts yeah. against Houston. Houston's going to strike out a ton. Right. I like it. I like him this week. Jose Quintana of the White Sox. He's got Cleveland and Kansas City. That's tough. Cleveland and Kansas City are both scoring runs. I don't love those two matchups right now. I actually like Kansas City's two-star pitcher better. Edison Volquez going against the Twins and the White Sox. Now, Eric, to me, I'm all in on that. Now, let me ask you this before we continue. Are there teams that to you, if you're okay pitcher, that okay guy, that Edison Volquez guy, yeah. like to me, I'm starting a pitcher against the Minnesota Twins. I'm starting that mediocre pitcher against the Atlanta Braves. Houston. I'm Houston. Um, the the I, 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 It's funny that you're saying that, but I was about to say it too. Had to. The Tampa Bay Rays. Yes. There's some bad offensive teams in the league. And, and it, go, you play the matchup, and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. I would say the same about the Mets. Until the Mets prove yeah. they can hit, you could start and against the Mets. David Wright getting hurt, you know, that hurts their lineup big time. So Now, you might not get the win, because truthfully, with the Mets, you're going to you're gonna lose a lot of 2-1 to one games with their pitching. Their pitching is really good. But really good. there are offense. There you go. But... The Twins, to me, are one of those teams. I'm lining up my starters against the Minnesota Twins. This is making me nervous here at the bases. Yeah. Mike Fierz of the Milwaukee Brewers. He's got the Reds and the Cardinals. That's tough for me. Both those teams can hit. Willie Peralta of Milwaukee. Same deal. Cincinnati and St. Louis. Tough matchups. I'll stay away. Peralta in one of those games is going up against Wainwright. And the other game he's going, yep. Those are tough. A.J. Burnett of the Pirates against the Cubs in Arizona. I'll two, take a flyer on Burnett. Two lighter hitting teams. Yeah, I'll He's take a free f- agent in your league. Might as well pick. Yeah. Um, b- here's another one. Brandon Morrow. Now, Brandon Morrow is only owned in 52% of sports line leagues, but he's at Colorado, and then he's against the Dodgers. Is he worth adding and using then in a two-star week? Uh, Coming off a game where he went seven shutout innings and struck out seven. Well, I've averages said he's going to struggle. You know, he could struggle in one of those two starts. At Colorado's always tough. Yeah, and the Dodgers are a good team. Yeah. Um, I won't add him. I won't stream him for the week. He's making eight million dollars this year. That's awesome. Good for him. Um, <laughs> two, those two starts, I don't love that. If you were going to start him, I guess I would have started him this week. I would have started him this week. He only had one start. I would have started him this week. Yeah. Yeah. What about Trevor Cahill? No. (laughs) Not starting Trevor Cahill. What about Justin Masterson of the Red Sox? Uh, This guy's so... He's got two starts against... Ever, Masterson. I feel like he's always better than he is or he's worse than he is. Like, he's just... Who's he have this week? Baltimore. Ugh, I don't, I don't like it. CC Sabathia against Detroit at no. Detroit and against the Mets, who's, who are going to be throwing Matt Harvey. That's, he's not starting. Matt Harvey's going to strike out 13 batters against the Yankees. Over under 13. Under. But 13's a lot. Yeah. He won't last the game long enough. Eight. Six innings, eight Ks. 
Is he still on some like pitch count? He's not he on a pitch count. His arm? He's going to go. He's, you're not going to see many complete games. But you'll see seven innings out of him. I know. Okay. What about Nathan Evaldi? Has he impressed you at all for the Yankees? I thought he, he pitched pretty well the other day, actually. I, it was weird though. Like you know, like he's not somebody like I recognize right away. I, don't, I was looking. I'm like, wait, who's starting? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't recognize any Yankee. I'm a Yankee fan. I don't know any of them anymore. Um, but he actually looks pretty good. He, he's got he's got electric stuff. Mm-hmm. Brandon McCarthy's looked pretty good for the for the Dodgers as well. He's like 18 strikeouts. Yep. Evaldi next week has Detroit and the Mets. I'd stay away. Jonathan, I, would, I wouldn't start him next week. Now, here's one, though. Detroit throws me off there. I feel like it they does. Mash. What about Jonathan Nice of the Mets? I love Nice. Atlanta and at the Yankees. I'll play. I would start Nice. Yep, I like those matchups. I would start Nice. Brett Anderson of the Dodgers. He's got the Giants in San Diego both on the road. That could be kind of I tough. I feel like he's going to get hurt during the week. Who's that? Brett Anderson? He, so he just gets hurt getting out of bed. Um, it's only a matter of time before he's on the DL. No, only a matter of time. And oh, I do have a oh, shot here. That's gone. Who's that? Duda? Lucas Duda. Duda. Four to one match. I love Duda. Love him. That was the best move getting rid of Ike Davis. That was it. He was like, they, they got rid of Ike Davis and Luca Duda was, it, thank you. Now let me go play first base, please. Yeah. And I'm going to mash 30 home runs for you. Mets lead four to one. Okay, some other guys who have two starts, Trevor Cahill, Kyle Gibson, Jerome Williams, Travis away, Wood, away, John Danks, uh, Hector Santiago, Jason Marquis, and Brad Peacock. All have two starts next week. <laughs> I am not interested in those. So so there you go. Um, there's not a lot of great two-star pitchers this week. No, there's not. There's really not. All right, just some updates on some of the action you see today. So, wait, go ahead. Know, I'm sorry. In, in your in your league, so Jeff Samarja has a little bit of a rough start. Two starts. Right. So he'd probably be almost be dropped in your league. And in, in that one in league, that who one knows? League, yeah, I don't. I'll be honest. This league we're talking about is curious. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll be honest because he's like he has 13 innings. You know, he's given up nine runs. That 13 innings. Up, that's a season. Yeah, he's given up 14 hits. He's given up nine runs. He only struck out seven. He's garbage. Get rid of him at this point. This league, I, I, I am. I'm just baffled. I've been thinking well. I'm about baffled, and I was talking. Time. I'm friends with the. This is how this works. I, this is an interesting story. I am friends with the guy who runs this league. And long story short, I've never been in this league before. And the truth is, I won't be in this league again. I'm actually filling in for somebody who's in prison. That's interesting. Till I think July or August. Oh, then he's out. So then he had, they asked me to take over his team for the year. I named my team Prison Break. That's a good name. Thank you. That's creative. <laughs> I'm sure he appreciated it. I'm sure it did. And um, so I'm doing that for them. But I know I didn't know you live that kind of lifestyle. I tell you, you know what? When you hang out with Draft Smashers Radio, that's who you associate with. But um, so it's only it's a one and done. It's a one and done. Unlike the other leagues we're in, the NL only. Some of the other leagues, those wham bam, thank you. Yeah, the other leagues are gonna last a while. That's where the money's at. That's what I'm interested in. This league is a a one and done. I don't know, man. The Mets are roping the ball tonight. They are. They, they're a good team, team man. They're a good team. They're playing the Phillies. Relax. I know. All right, some quick updates on the action for today, Wednesday, April fifteenth, before we sign off. The Yankees with a three-two lead over the Baltimore Orioles. Alex Rodriguez has homered for the Yankees. How about a Rod? Manny Machado. I love A-Rod. Has homered. For Baltimore. Baltimore. Struck out seven and three and two thirds. There you go. Ivaldi looks good. And Baltimore, Bud Norris, four innings, three earned. 
Uh, Two rough starts for Bud. Yeah, Bud Norris is an average starter at best. Let's go through some of the finals on the day. Eric, we'll start with Cleveland and the White Sox. Indians get the 4-2 to victory. Uh, no home runs in the game. Trevor Bauer, like you talked about, he got the win. He's 2-0. and Danks with the loss, 0-2. Cody Allen, his second save of the season. Washington Nationals beat up the Boston Red Sox, 10-5. to Gio Gonzalez, the win. Wade Miley, the loss. Ian Desmond, Tyler Moore, home runs for, Arizona, for Washington. And Hanley Ramirez hit his fourth home run today for the Red Sox. That free agent signing looks like it's paid off pretty well. Angels, I like Ramirez. So do I. He's a good player. If he stays on the field, he's going to produce. Uh, Angels with a 10-2 victory over the Rangers. Santiago with the win. Ronaldo with the loss for the Angels. Uh, Corcoran and Rosales, home runs for Texas. This game was a blowout. Uh, Angels put up a sixth spot in the second inning. National League Finals, Miami beat Atlanta 6-2. Dan Harron got the win, Stoltz the loss. Hecaveria and Mike Morse home for Miami. Cameron Mabron, Kelly Johnson, home runs for Atlanta. D. Gordon with two hits on the day, two RBIs. He continues his hot start. John Carlos Stanton, he went 0-4 after having a good game. He had a big game yesterday, took the 0-4 though today. Like we said, in progress, we have the Yankees in Baltimore. Also in progress, Toronto blowing the door. And you talked about this Toronto offense, Eric. Good, man. They're blowing the doors off to, uh, the Rays already. It's only They're the good. fourth inning. It's 7 nothing. Uh, Erasmio Ramirez got the start for Tampa. 7 earned. He's actually still in the game. Burley starting for Toronto. Four shutout innings. Jose Bautista hit his second home run of the year. Reyes, Donaldson, Bautista, Pilar, Devin Travis, all RBIs. That kid, Travis, is off to a nice start at second base for the Blue Jays. Somebody to keep an eye on. Houston with a 2-0 lead over the Oakland A's. Uh, Early, just now in the bottom of the first. Starting pitching in that one. Drew Pomerantz for Oakland. Colin McHugh for the Astros. Uh, RBIs, two RBIs for Jed Larry accounts for the scoring there. And at the end of the first, the Minnesota Twins lead Kansas City 1-0. I feel like a little bit of a Susan Wallman update. He's I'm doing. I'm, I feel good about it. Uh, Volquez with the star for Kansas City. Kyle Gibson for the Twins. Twins, I just I can't trust them at all. I just Twins, though, like you said, they'll start somebody against the Twins. I started some Marge against the Twins. There you go. He scored a bunch of runs. Yeah. Kansas City, yeah. though, playing outrageous. They're 7-0 and on the season. You play uh, your matchups, though, and you roll with it. Yeah, absolutely. Detroit-Pittsburgh, no score in an interleague game. Match up there, Alfredo Simon, Francisco Liriano, both of them throwing shutouts. Mets now winning 5-1 to one over the Phillies. Uh, Dude is homered. Darno is homered. Nice looks good. Cubs lead Cincinnati 2 to nothing. Jason Marquis, Travis Wood, Anthony Rizzo, his first home run of the season. Hey, a Rizzo. two-run shot. That helps me out just a little bit. Also in the bottom of the first, to wrap up the games in progress, we have the St. Louis Cardinals. Two to nothing over the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, Willie Peralta versus your boy Lance Lynn. Matt Holliday, two RBIs for the St. Louis Cardinals. And then later tonight, Arizona, San Diego, Seattle, and the Dodgers, and Colorado and the San Francisco Giants. So there you have it. There's all the action for today uh, in Major League Baseball. All right, Eric, we're just about out of time. Uh, we'll be back. Eric and I will be back next week. Ideally, it will be next Wednesday if there's any changes, as always. Follow us on Twitter at Draft Smash Radio or on Facebook, Draft Smashers Fantasy Sports Radio. 
and uh, we'll let you know when we do air. Uh, if anything, we could always move the show Wednesdays uh, if they ever become an issue. I think Tuesdays, or we'll find the time, we'll find the time. for us to uh, jump on the airways. As always, make sure you go to DraftKings.com. Play for free if you use the promo code SMASH. Radio, that's DraftKings.com. And go to FanDuel.com. Remember, every Wednesday, look for it on Twitter and on Facebook. We send out the link for all our listeners playing a private tournament on FanDuel.com, where every day is a new season. Go to the microphone in the upper right and use the code SMASHERS and, uh, and register for FanDuel. They'll match you dollar for dollar up to the first $200 for the first 50 people to sign up with the, pass, uh, the promo code SMASHERS. And uh, and you can play against us in the Draft Smashers Fantasy Baseball Tournament. 25 people, $5 a head. A lot of fun, so make sure you check that out on FanDuel. As always, you can follow Eric and I, like we said, on Twitter and on Facebook. Okay, Check us out on iTunes as well. You can also find our shows on DraftSmashers.com. Make sure you go to the site. Check out our daily baseball articles to help you set your daily fantasy baseball articles right there on DraftSmashers.com. You can hear the show there. You can also hear the show on FantasyHelp.com, our newest partner here for DraftSmashers Radio. Excited about that partnership. Should be a lot of fun and some great stuff. Eric, I've said a lot. I've probably said too much. You said just enough, man. Fair enough. Uh, We'll be back next Wednesday. We'll look at some pitching matchups. We'll look at the waiver wire. We'll look for some free agents, hopefully some more trends. We'll talk about some players who have gotten off to a cold start next week and maybe people should be a little bit concerned about. I think that'll be the theme. Some players off to a bad start, whether you should be concerned or not. What about Chris Young? There you go. Look at you pulling a Yankee out of the hat. I had to. I had to throw one positive. There you go. So That's your boy. I but, love it. I, I still love You still love him. I know you do. Let me tell you, on opening day when they sent A-Rod a nice rounding applause, I sent out a tweet about it. Man, the Twitter people did not like what I had to say about A-Rod. Why? They, A-Rod's the man. They got mad at me for saying what a joke it is that he got a, that he got applauded like he did. Why not? I love A-Rod. I know you do. You've got a crush him. on him. I would love to have Like if A-Rod. you saw him shirtless at the beach, you would offer to rub oil on his back. To say I did that, sure. Why not? <laughs> so would you. Yeah, yeah, I would. would. You would. And you'd tweet about it. I would. I would send pictures of it. Of course you would. Fair enough. All right, Farrah Corsini. Everybody does. Farrah Corsini, I'm Anthony Aniano. This is Draft Smashers Radio. We'll see you next Wednesday night, 7.30 starting time, as always. (laughs) Don't forget, tune in to Blog Talk Radio, Rotoballer Radio at 9.30. I'll be on with Real Talk Raph. And tomorrow night, Fantasy Fantasy with Benefits show. Uh, follow us on Twitter. I'll send you the link for that as well. I'll be joining the guys there as well tomorrow at 8 o'clock. Having said all of that, have a great night and enjoy your weekend, everybody. Good night, folks.